Creator, give all the friends of the world the strength to overcome all the disturbances and focus on the work of connection between us so that we will all come out of the exile and reach a state of connection with you. Hello, we're in a lesson on the topic of going down to Egypt. We'll be reading select excerpts from, from the sources. We'll start with excerpt number eight. You can find our study materials on Sviva Tova as well as on the Arvut system. Whoever asks a question here in the hall is asked to stand up, hold the microphone close to his mouth, and speak loud and clear. So we're on the document of Passover, select excerpts, um, the going down to Egypt. We're on the topic of Abraham, how will I know that I shall inherit? Please, Rav. We need to go through all those steps that Torah describes to us. They are exactly according to the development of the soul in each one and all of us together. So we have to see how we are going down into Egypt. It's not a simple process. Uh, um, an average person doesn't feel does it, that he's in a sense in the sense and uh, his entire path begins with a descent. Uh, 
And after the descent, he has to understand where he is at, what does he have to do in order to ascend. Typically, uh, the first ascents and descents are very difficult because a person doesn't understand what's going on with him. Suddenly, uh, he gets into this bad mood, he doesn't see, doesn't feel what he used to see and feel and hear, and that's a problem, until he begins to understand that everything that is happening to him is because the Creator is either approaching him or distancing himself from him or spirituality is approaching him or distancing itself from him and then he goes through different moods again he enters a bad mood and depressive mood uh, feels that life has no purpose this period of Descending into Egypt is a new period in a person's life. It's not understood. So Kabbalists talk about it gently from afar, as if we have to arrange ourselves in groups in the form of each will help his friend and understand that if a person today has suddenly a bad mood, he sees the whole world as dark, as if there's no future, there's no present, everything is it's, it's, as if it's instead of darkness, as it's written, uh, dark like in Egypt, like the darkness of Egypt, he understands that this is how it should be. This specifically is the right state that has to be, and he has to go through it and understand it, absorb it. And later, on top of that, dark state, that bad state, a narrow state, he begins to discover and to receive a new state. And such states, such ascents and descents, first a descent, then a descent. He has to go through them several times in various ways and try to come out of them using various tactics. And as a result, he will become a craftsman, an experienced person on how to come out of those states of descent. But it's clear that without a descent, there can be no ascent. Hence, descents are ascents, make up our entire path. 
And the more a person appreciates them, to such a degree that he appreciates the descent like an ascent, with the exception of one detail, that he yearns for the closeness of the Creator. And accordingly, he advances towards the general, the general correction. That's it. Now, if you have any questions, please ask, but our, our topic is how should we behave in the sense and the Rav, the question. It's a few days that I want to ask this question. Many times we describe this descent like a person in the darkness is in the future is very negative. And several times you said that a state of a descent is every disconnect from the teacher when I'm like in a, a, a football field and I enjoy the game I'm disconnected from the creator I don't even think about the creator and the quantity of states if we take the external world when a Kabbalist is not thinking about the goal when he socially, corporeally in a positive state, those states are m- many more than the negative states of disconnect. So therefore my question is whether a descent is every disconnect from the Creator? No, when a person doesn't think of the Creator, it's a state we call losing consciousness lost consciousness. And if I feel that I'm disconnected from the Creator, specifically then, I can say that that state is a state of descent. A descent has to be felt. has to be felt clearly in a person. And here, at one point, I was in a state of connection with the Creator, and now I'm moving away from Him, I'm disconnected from Him. This is then a state of descent. Otherwise, it's not a descent. You can't say about all the people in the world that they are in a descent relative to their connection with the Creator. No, they're simply in a state of general disconnection from Him. Meaning, if I identify myself in such a state in which I am in a ten and I locate myself in a way that I am not connected to the Creator, especially me, and let's say some time has gone by, an hour, and I thought about everything but the Creator. Is that a descent? Or is that being unconscious? You can say it's a fall, but although it's not a fall, you didn't feel it as a fall. You deduce that state because you came back to a state of connection and you think that what happened was a descent.
Good morning, Rav. How do we work or protect each other during the sense, please? We maintain life in the group when we gather for the lesson. After the lesson, we gather for an afternoon lesson. After the afternoon lesson, we we have a group connection, even if it's only a few minutes long. Then in different states in the during the day and in the evening we come back to the uh, to the material from the lesson to the topic in order to feel the states we're in between us and between us and the creator and that's how we advance that's our work constantly renew the connection between us and the creator We have a friend that for about six months is distancing from the tent. He's in all our meetings, but we can feel that he's in a state of distancing. The main thing is that he's not asking for help. We come to a certain despair. We don't know what to do. For sure, it's not an ascent. So maybe you can advise us what to do. You have to create between you such states, which will certainly pull him back into the group. That pressure without all kinds of overt actions, rather... Only creates such a feeling. Such, such general awakening that will be there, so he will not be able to remain disconnected from the group. Can we have a question here in the hall? Yes. Rav, I understood that a descent is a clear feeling of disconnect from the Creator. If I don't have that feeling of connection with the Creator, so for me, can I only measure according to importance, whether I have importance of the Creator or not? Is that also a descent, or for the moment is it? Yes, yes, yes. According to the feeling of the importance of the Creator, I can determine whether I'm close to him or far away from him, I have connection to him or not, for now, in this way. When I fall, I feel that I have no connection with the Creator, but I remember that there was such a connection. What is that string through which I can later develop this connection and come to the tighter connection? And what is that point in which it appears, this connection? that I want to return. Well, 
нам надо пытаться найти связь. Maybe even find myself in an, another connection, a new connection compared to the past. And the fact that uh, sometimes such feelings, such memories come to me, all of this is given to me so that we would nevertheless find ourselves a certain way. We begin to define ourselves, position ourselves differently. Woman. Thank you, dear Rav. I see every negative state as a descent, and it feels like we're experiencing this fall uh, together in these lessons, but none of these appear realistic to me. Is it more important to honor the uh, ascent than the descent? We need to respect both because when I'm walking, I'm using the right left and the left leg. There's not much difference between the, the two legs. Only with respect to the connection with the Creator, when I'm on my right leg, I'm closer to the Creator. I'm doing movements in correspondence with his movements towards coming closer to him. And when I'm walking on the left leg, I'm walking on the path of distancing from the Creator. But I have to go, I have to walk on both, otherwise I can't advance. Good morning, Rav. Can it be such a thing in which I'm connected to the Creator without being connected to the group? It's not true connection with the Creator. It could be a personal connection, a partial connection, but it's not connection with the Creator. I recommend you understand it clearly in the following way. Connection with the Creator can only be through a tight connection with the group. The more a person enters the group, the more he approaches the Creator. The Creator is found in the center of the group. Thank you, teacher. From what I understood, the descent, the fall, is a feeling of disconnect from connection with the Creator and the suffering that stems from it. So if we assume from that point that I've never, if, if that, could it be that I've never been in a fall before? If I didn't feel that? A few, a little bit of a descent and ascent, but everything is still ahead of you. Everything is ahead of you. Ascents and descents should be our permanent states. When there is no descent and no ascent, it's simply... What exactly is this uh, 
concept of the center of the group and how does one locate it? The center of the group is the center of all hearts where the Creator is found. This is how all the friends wish to locate him. This is where he is found from the get-go. And this is where we need to discover our complete connection as strong as strongly as possible between us and between us and the Creator. First of all, the connection between us is like this envelope, this wrapper, and inside this wrapper we discover the Creator as the internal part. This in total is called the internality or the center. Need for the great lights. Again, excerpt number eight. What do we see in the Creator's reply to Abraham? This question. By what will I know that by being in a land that is not theirs, meaning in exile, uh, Abraham could be certain that they would inherit the land? He said that since there is no light without a kli, meaning no filling without a lack, and Abram said to the Creator that he did not see that they would need such great lights, called the land of Israel, the Creator told him that by being in exile and by asking the Creator to deliver them from exile, How will he deliver them? Only with great lights, since the light in it reforms him. Thus, then they will have the need for the great lights. This is the the entire need for exile, so they'll have a greater desire to come out of exile. And that's how they advance towards the Creator. All of our, all of the state of ours to be disconnected, distanced, opposite from the Creator is for us to yearn to Him and cry out and ask and the children of Israel side from the work. And in this way we will demand the great light or the light in it reforms and then we will be rewarded with coming out of the exile. I think you, teacher. What is more important for us? What's preferable? The light or the deficiency? Letter deficiency. Both. Both. We can't do without one or the other. We have to reach a complete correction. And the end of correction 
is made up of the complete egoism that's revealed in us and the complete light that corrects this egoism from egoism to altruism. So it turns out that we need both. I'm getting confused in what comes before what. What's the order? Of course. We must feel the exile first. That we have nothing. We're in the dark. We can't see anything. We understand nothing. We hear nothing. We are in this narrow place. Narrow meaning that it lacks any light, even Hasadim. And in this way, we can't can't go anywhere. can't make any movement. This is our starting state. The exile. Exile from the path of the light of the Creator, of the feeling of the Creator. And later, we come to redemption. Redemption is when in that dark state we gradually begin to see some light. The dark state exists specifically so we would gradually reveal the light in it. Uh, good morning, Graf. A question from my friend. What's the difference between a disconnection and a fall? No, well, descent is a descent. As we see that we're going down, descent, and later we can climb up and ascend, we even know how to calculate in what are we descending, where do we need to ascend to, whereas total disconnection is when we have no contact with what we had before, Uh, we can make no calculation or action in order to bring ourselves back to the desired state. Turkey too. Turkey too. Good morning, my dear uh, and world clear. Bu düşüş ve yükseliş. Benim ego my ego interprets the descents and the ascents in its own way, and it shapes the, my perception of them the way it wishes. How can I create a vessel that can turn the descent into an ascent with the light that arrives? take the cleave from a descent to an ascent only through the ten only through the ten by myself I can't do it I'll turn around maybe something will work work out from it but not in the right direction the right direction is for me to be aimed from the center of the group 
at the revelation of the true creator. This can be done only only when I have some revelation of the system. What is this um, Abraham's question, actually? Where does that come from? Abraham cannot understand how uh, his offsprings are coming out of the will to receive in order to receive. So the Creator tells him, don't worry, I'll place them in such states that they will want to come out of those states. Well, I prepared for them the Pharaoh, King of Egypt, Egypt itself. They have plenty of good reasons to escape it. And simultaneously, they'll feel some pleasant things, meaning relative to their ego, their will to receive, they'll feel pleasant things. And relative to the relative to the from the other side, relative to their ego, they'll feel how terrible it is. And they'll need to come out. How can we come to this uh, Abraham's question? Does it appear in us at a certain moment, this question? How does that work? Of course, everything written in the Torah, we have to discover inside of us. So how do we discover this uh, this question? Does that appear at once or... Because if I work, let's say, in the tent. We discover it slowly, gradually, sometimes in parts, sometimes in its entirety. But typically it's in parts until it appears to us in its complete form. Yeah, can we can we take can we take care, let's say, in the world clear that these that this they say that the uh, the question of Abraham will appear in us as soon as possible. Go ahead, it's all up to you. It's all up to you. If you are, if you care for other tens, and you want them to discover these things, then certainly you will awaken them more, and they will awaken your ten in return. In this way, you will advance. Each will help his friend. Recognizing the state. Uh, everything is intermittent. 
It turns out that many times in these states when you're working, you, that's where you actually feel the feeling of exile. Meaning this additional work or the, well, the addition of work that you do, that intensifies the feeling of exile. Is that the method? If you pay attention, you'll see that these states, these bad states that are revealed are the ones that pull you to the good. When does a person start to feel exile despite the fact that he's free, he has work, health, family, he's living a, a relatively good materialistic life? When does he start to feel that? When he doesn't uh, take his corporeal life as something good, rather he just he lives in them, but his eyes, his hearts are aimed at spirituality. Then he begins to discover the correct stages in his spiritual development. Because I take this from the people of Israel who actually live in the area of Goshen, the best area of Egypt. Why did it start to feel exile? It was so good there. The Creator brings me that feeling that I'm in exile and I have nowhere to run to and I don't have what to the ability to do anything. Yes, you're in the king's palace, you have everything, and suddenly it seems like a prison that you cannot escape from. And how do I come out of that state? Friends. A person cannot break himself out of bondage. That's right, in the first stage, when I don't yet feel that I have tens in the, friends in the tent. You'll have to arrange it, so you'll have some. So you're brought to... So, they bring you to a state, finally, where you can arrange them. Rav, what is the group's descent and what helps it ascend back? Uh, fall of the group is a fall from the connection between the friends. And only the closeness between them can pull them out of that state. This is given to group on purpose, so it would rise... Do I have choice from the desire to scrutinize whether I'm in a descent or an ascent or to think of the friends? 
certainly the desire to think of the friends that is the determining desire and it is what testifying about you whether or not you're in an ascent or an ascent as much as possible I recommend for you to be in ascent and descent we say think uh, as little about yourself and as much about your friends so how to don't think of yourself if you're aimed at the friend then simply be aimed at the friend it will help you more than anything I wanted to ask about the excerpt we read that they go down to Egypt in order to attain the big lights. So to begin with, where does this desire that they want the big lights come from? What draws them to go down to Egypt at first. They want the great lights so it will correct their will to receive and they'll be able to be connected in practice between themselves and reveal the Creator between themselves. That's the meaning of coming out of Egypt. What's the purpose of entering Egypt even before they exit? They enter in order to exit? The purpose of the entrance is not something they're after. No one asks to be to go down to Egypt. Nobody's running down there. Rather, that's how it works out. From the arguments between the sons of Jacob, it eventually brought them down into Egypt. So they simply so the entry into Egypt is a state that comes down upon us? Of course, I enter Egypt reluctantly against my will. Who wants to go down to Egypt? Again? Yes. When I come down to Egypt, I don't want to come out of Egypt. I'm not there yet. I'm not in Egypt itself. So I have no reason to run away from it. Clear, that's what I'm asking about. Where is that initial point where you're recognizing that you're in Egypt? When I begin to receive blows and I'm thrown into prison, the blows are for what? The blows are for the fact that I'm disconnected from my brothers. I'm disconnected from life in general. Okay, and when I identify this disconnect, then what is it now that I... Well, against this disconnect that I identify, that's the light you want to attain? Against that? 
Yes, for, the, for now this is how it is. Clear. And now inside of Egypt, is there a work of connection between us there or we just discover how much of a disconnect there is? In Egypt, we discover how much we are disconnected, how much we, we lack light between us to a small extent, obviously, because we were not connected before. We, I mean, we were connected before, but that was before we came down into Egypt. So again, I see as if there's this process of constantly recognizing the evil, how disconnected we are, how unconnected we are. So against that, do we have also the ability to, yes, work on the connection, or are we only discovering all the time the oppositeness, how unconnected we are? We discover how much we're not connected because it will be against the connection we had before. This will help us understand how much we're growing distant. Together with that, we have to recognize this distancing is something bad. And... And this is how we advance. Clear last question. So what does it mean that we're making a step forward in Egypt, like towards the exit from Egypt? Relative to the exodus from Egypt, we wish to discover in Egypt those values that we would like to to have inside of Egypt but instead we see that we're being thrown into a deep a deep pit into a prison and we don't agree any longer to be in those connections with the the wife of Potiphar and and those other places. So gradually we begin to to understand that Egypt is not such a good place like we thought about it before we came down into it. Before we came down, we thought it was a land full of milk and honey and and it's full of abundance and because that's what we were told about it by all the nations that were in Egypt. Egypt used to be the biggest, uh, r- richest nation in all of the Middle East. And here we discover that it's not good for us in Egypt. So why exit Egypt if it's the place that has only abundance for the will to receive? Where does still the need that we want to exit it come from? The main thing that we cannot receive from Egypt is love your friend as yourself. Only this. All the nations live in Egypt and enjoy Egypt. They bow down before Pharaoh except for the people of Israel 
And although the Pharaoh wants to arrange for them the best conditions uh, out of all of Egypt, they don't want it. Why? Because that's not where their heart is aimed. Where is it aimed to? It's aimed towards connection and adhesion with the Creator. Well, thank you. Good morning. To continue, the state of Egypt, is it a one-time thing or is it a multiple uh, state? No. Going down to Egypt and coming out of Egypt is a singular thing. But it sounds like each time we're working on the connection and then we're thrown from Egypt. and Yes, because we have all kinds of discernments in us, all kinds of revelations and scrutinies. But the entrance into Egypt is a one-time affair. So how does, it decide, how does a person decide that now he's in Egypt? This is the real Egypt from which we need to exit? According to the fact that he has no... Um, there's no option for him to be connected with the friends. There's no possibility for it. There, there are quarrels and conflicts. And they certainly don't understand what is happening. They don't want to approach the Creator, although they want it, but they, uh, they are incapable and so on and so forth. This is all from the story. We'll learn about it. We seemingly heard about friends, talking about their friends, their distancing, and they don't tend to know what to do. So it sounds like whoever is distancing from the path has merited this Egypt because he's really feeling the disconnect. How now does a friend who feels these towards this disconnect, because you feel it, how do you need to come, prepare yourself? and maybe protect himself I don't know he has to check himself is he advancing according to his his spirit or against his spirit or uh, you know, against his will with his will or against his will that's the fork in the road does he follow his mind and heart which means he's following the evil inclination and he's going to lose big time on the entire incarnation or he doesn't look at where he's being pulled to but only according to what Kabbalists have said and then he he overcomes this problems that his heart brings and then he continues and he succeeds what is that prayer that a friend needs to raise it in such a state because he's on the boundary he doesn't even feel anything he says he even says I don't feel anything not to follow his intellect. That's his first condition. And we should pray for that too? Pray for that, that his intellect will not will not um, drag him uh, off the path with all kinds of proof 
and instead he's following Kabbalists. Thank you, Rav. Good morning, Rav. In the revelation of the empty vessel of exile, where is the place for prayer for the creators to connect our correct our connections? Specifically in this empty vessel, when you ask the Creator to correct your desires, to fill them, to give them the right direction, to teach you how to pray. Yes, start asking from zero. It's very hard from these states to... I can't say anything about the fact that it's being that it's difficult, but we have to do it. Hello, Rav. After we attain this gift from the Creator in this convention, how do we implement it? Dialogue and concern that is responsible for the Creator such that we will be able to define ourselves as a responsible ten. You connect in order to rise above all the forces of separation. That is it. In the connection in the ten, you wish to cancel all the forces of separation between you. And later, between you and the Creator. Woman help too. Thank you, Rav. I heard earlier that you said that for Abraham's question from the Creator, actually said, don't worry, I'll put them in in a state in which they want to exit. If it's dictated and it's kind of like guidance from in advance, so where's, where's our, as a human being, something to do? A person is constantly found between good and evil, and he has to sort them out and scrutinize them until he's incorporated in the middle line and he doesn't care about good. Rav, there's a sensation that the remaining time in Egypt is very, very long. And you know this in me and in other friends that we feel that it's truly... What's with the exit from Egypt? When you are coming from out, from under the rule of the Pharaoh, from under the rule of your ego. Of course, other things that you got from it are coming out with you. Nevertheless, you're coming out from under the control of Egypt, This from this uh, area, you enter the desert and you continue toward the land of Israel. And that's the entire story until we come 
to Israel and we um, build the temple. There's a feeling that we're really asking to come out of the control of the ego and you're constantly you're in it. It's like you see how Egypt each time it's like you're exiting but once again it brings you back to the life where you're sucked into this life here. Still we're dwelling in this world. I have to already be in that inclination and to just feel like we're going out already, that we're implementing the advices that you're giving us every day in the lesson. And this whole period, we feel like we're adhered to the friends, to the ten, the lessons, everything. Whatever you say, we're doing it all, meals, we're doing everything. And still, we're stuck inside those states. Of course, it's natural. See, also according to history, what's written about uh, in the Torah, that we must go through many states, even those we haven't gone through yet, until we are rewarded with getting disconnected from Pharaoh and its powers. Until we... We were able to escape him and uh, his army and his descendants that we live on the other side of the, on the other side of Egypt. Uh, There's nothing you can do about it. There's this feeling like it's a state of, it's like everything or nothing. It's like everything, complete, absolute soul devotion outside of all of your corporeal desires here. And then really there's some exit outwards to a different reality. Yes, that's how it should be. The feeling is correct. The direction is right. Rav, you said that disconnecting the connection with the friends, like relation needs to be against the connection that we felt previously. That's how I understood it. Is that right? Yes. What connection needs to be first for it to be minimal so you can feel the disconnect like the feeling? like redemption inside the friends you need to feel more connection more separation more connection more separation and through that we can begin to locate yes, thank you what is the motivating force in the desert He's pulling us through the desert to the purpose of life, only the force of the Creator. Only the force of the Creator. That He is going in front of us either as this firmament of fire or a firmament of a cloud. How to feel the force of the Creator? within the connection of the friends. Good 
Good morning, Rav, friends. We feel that our will to receive is swallowing all of our corporeal achievements and all of our work in the ten and all our efforts. And we also pray and we ask, so what else are we lacking? What are we lacking in order to really come out of the state? Connection and prayer. Connection and prayer. But he keeps swallowing that too. I told you. To continue the, what we've talked about yesterday, that mutual bridge, that Rabbi Shimon's ten, they worked 2,000 years ahead of their time, meaning they did everything for us who came 2,000 years after. We, as the last generation, our tent, we're building a home for the world. Should we concentrate on us building a foundation too? And how do we come to it as one tent, building a home for the world? If we connect between us and build a Kli of Ten Sefirot, the temple for all of the world Kli, that's how we do it. And it doesn't matter if there are 10 or 10 billion. It doesn't matter at all. It's all for us. Thank you. If I could be more precise, in order to not deal with how many, how much time we're here, 10, 20 years, we got work to do, and we have to do it gladly. That the emphasis is the connection, that our reason won't take us towards what's up with us, when will it show up already, but that there will be a happy ending for everybody. Can we concentrate on that, the whole world, Kli? I think that all of you will enter that world, Kli, that will feel the final correction. Only you need to continue lowering your head. We're going to read number 8 again and then advance. Rabash writes, What do we see in the Creator's reply to Abraham's question? By what will I know? That by being in a land that is not theirs, meaning in exile, Abraham could be certain that they would inherit the land. He said that since there is no light without a kli, a vessel, meaning no filling without a lack, and Abraham said to the Creator that he did not see that they would need such great lights called the land of Israel. The Creator told him, 
that by being in exile and by asking the Creator to deliver them from exile, how will He deliver them? Only with great lights, since the light in it reforms him. Thus, they will have a need for the great lights. Let's go to a song. <laughs> 